0: Hey, this is Elisa Dentello. Thank you so much for joining us. Alderman Gilbert Viegas is with us. He represents the 36th ward. We're talking about immigrants moving into an elementary school that few people knew was being renovated for this purpose. And this school is not in your ward. So, what's your connection, Alderman?
1: Yeah, well, thank you, Elisa, for uh, for continuing to bring this uh this issue up and um so you're correct this this um uh wadsworth school is in the 20th ward uh however uh, my involvement as the chairman of the latino caucus is to again bring attention to some of these issues that are impacting uh the latino community and so what we've seen over the last um, few months um, is that you have uh, folks that are getting prepared to run for presidential elections in 2024 in the form of uh, governor abbott as well as governor DeSantis. Uh, from Florida and Texas, respectively, that are using um, folks that are seeking asylum, uh, migrants that are coming to America uh, and have the the right to to seek asylum, uh, being used as pawns. And um, they're shipping uh, human beings uh, around the country. Uh, You've seen human beings shipped to to New York, to Washington, D.C., and to Chicago. And so um, putting stress on, on our system, however, Uh, we have to deal with it. And so what we're trying to do is figure out the best way to uh, remember that first and foremost, these are human beings that we're talking about, people that have traveled uh, hundreds of miles uh, to get away from a terrible situation uh, and are seeking asylum, uh, just like uh, other folks have in the past. Um, And what we're trying to do is make sure that as a welcoming city, as a welcoming state, that we're putting forward uh, assets and resources uh, to accommodate them. The stress on this issue uh, comes from the fact that, unfortunately, the mayor and her team have not uh, been as uh, forthright and communicating with the alder person, uh, alder, alder woman, uh, Taylor. Um, and that's a problem because uh, what you what what um, she had gotten wind that there was something going on um, and uh, they did not elaborate and then lo and hold uh they brought up that yes there is this is going to be used as a uh, a shelter right uh, and, and so- one of the
0: one of the issues that many people are bringing up is that there are many migrants in the chicagoland area who have been here waiting uh for their asylum hearing waiting you know for their paperwork to go through and they are not offered what is being offered people who arrive here on a bus from texas or florida
1: um, and again, we're in. A, we're in. This is a very unique situation in that you have, um, again, Governor uh, Abbott from Texas, uh, just throwing human beings on a bus and just shipping them to wherever they want to ship them.
0: So people um, want to know so, who live in the neighborhood. What is going to happen? Have they already started moving in? And am I correct in thinking it's just single men and women, and it will be a place to live and not just a shelter?
1: Yeah, it's. it's so the, the way the way that the way that this is this issue uh, and this crisis has been approached, uh, it's been it's, an, it's been a partnership with the city, the county, and the state, uh, and we need now the federal government to step up to do, to do two things. Number one, provide some financial assistance uh, to these to these cities and states that are uh, being uh, bombarded with uh, uh, folks from the border. Um, and then number two, uh, taking a look at how do we, uh, relax some of the working, uh, restrictions. Uh, and so I can tell you that I've been to some, um, some of these, um, uh, shelters, uh, and the way that it's handled is the city access, the triage, they're coming in, uh, and then we utilize the county clinics in order to make sure that folks that are ill, just check them out and make sure that everything's good to go. And then the city is using, uh, shelters for single, uh, men and women, and then the state is using their facilities for families, uh, and then trying to get them transitioned. But unfortunately, what you see is there's a lot of folks willing to work, but the laws, uh, the federal laws, prohibit uh, folks from working for six months. So we're trying to figure out, work with our state, uh, our uh, federal delegation from Illinois, uh, as well as New York's delegation, to figure out how do we take a look at, um, during this crisis here, in uh, getting these folks the ability to get working uh, so that way they can begin to contribute to society and assimilate to society here yeah. in
2: the United States. Alderman, what, what do you say, though, to the people who live in the neighborhood who say that, look, we, we are underserved now by city government and uh, bringing in more people who need city services is unfair to us? I mean, there, it's it, Cory Brooks, the Reverend Cory Brooks was on... This radio station yesterday saying that very thing. He's hardly a political actor. I mean, uh, what do you say to them?
1: Yeah. Oh, here, listen. Um, um, what, what, what I don't want to occur is that we're pitting folks against folks for resources. Uh, I, I, I supported a budget, um, a sixteen billion dollar budget that puts um, resources in place uh, for 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 the city of Chicago. It's not just for, for my ward or or for uh, any segment of the population. So there are resources available. I would I would um, um, work closely with my uh, colleague from the 20th Ward uh, to help her with whatever resources. Again, this is not about uh, pitting one community against another. Uh, if there are resources that need to be uh, done, I'll be more than happy to work with my colleague from the 20th Ward uh, to bring resources. Um, what we've seen is uh, in, in the 20th Ward, which makes up uh, parts of Inglewood, um, Uh, They have been underserved. But this here, let's get to the facts here. We're talking about communities that have been disinvested for decades. So it's not like this just popped up right now. Today, in 2023, you can go to the west side of Chicago and see burnt down structures from the 1968 riots from Martin Luther King. So let's not kid ourselves that this this investment uh, and lack of investments is just occurring now. This has been going on for decades. And so I think that when you look at the budget that we just passed, Make, does begin to earmark and invest in south and west sides of the city, which we need to do. But it's gonna, this is like uh, making a right turn with a cruise ship. It's going to take years of investments uh, to, to counteract the the years of disinvestment. So um, I'm here to help. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a public servant. Uh, I, I'd be more than happy to help uh, any resident of the city of Chicago. Um, and so I look, look forward to working closely with my colleague to make sure that there's equitable distribution Of resources to every community.
0: It's a conversation we have to continue. There's no doubt about that. We appreciate you jumping on the show today. I think it is disheartening to find out, I don't know how you feel about this, Steve, but the fact that renovations were being made and nobody knew what was going on.
2: Well, these are people in need. And so it's, I, I think I share with the Alderman the idea that communities, two communities that are in need, there shouldn't be Pitted against each other um, you know. Hopefully they'll figure out a way to sort this out Because, you know, these people need help right now And in, in, I know Durbin's talked about this This federal rule that they can't legally work for six months Doesn't help anything
0: No, that doesn't Because I think if you work that hard to get here You're willing to go to work And I think we should allow that Steve has your news coming up next on 720 WGN Lisa Dent WGN